Well, if Spooky Pinball is going to do two titles with one layout, we can do two podcasts in one day. Let's hit it. All right, so you get another Canadas Pinball podcast because we're getting another Spooky Pinball game that is based on this layout for Halloween. Now, this has never happened before. I've never seen on the same moment of release, we are going to see a company use the same layout on two separate themes. Now, we've seen it before, like Shrek and Family Guy. We've seen games reskinned before, but never like this. And I want to talk about what I'm hearing this title is, and I want to talk about this entire thing from a marketing perspective. Does this make sense to use the same layout two times in a row, and how will the pinball community respond to this when they see what the second title is? So here's what I know for a fact that this second game, which will be another game that is built on the same platform as Halloween, same exact design, same layout, will be a title that was chosen by Charlie. And I'm hearing it is a very, very niche title. I'm hearing it is something that means a lot to Charlie, and I'm hearing that it is not something that is mainstream, and I'm hearing that you probably would not guess it in a million years. So what could it be and why do this? It's curious to me why they would do this. So what could this obscure niche theme be? So I want to unpack this a little bit. I want to unpack whether or not I think it makes sense to launch two titles on the same layout at the same exact time. I want to unpack if it makes sense to make an obscure niche theme that is a personal favorite of Chuck's but might not have that much appeal and what that means for this whole thing. And then ultimately, I want to step back and look at this entire reveal and deconstruct it a little bit because I do feel like it's been a little bit sloppy, and I'll explain why. Let's start out with why I think it's been a little bit sloppy over in Camp Spooky when it comes to revealing the fact that it's Halloween. Uh, Cough, cough, Canada already told you it was Halloween weeks ago. But other than that, here's why I think it's been a little bit sloppy. If you've been working on a pinball machine for a year and a half and you've been working on this licensed game that you know about and you are working with the license holder, the way you should do it and the way marketing should work is you should know a date in which you're going to be able to reveal your game. And I wouldn't even start marketing my game until I know what that date is. And here's why. I do think it's important to let people know on what date they can expect to get the reveal from the company. I think it makes sense to work back from a date because it's a moment, right? There's a moment in which you pull the curtain off your game and you tell the world it is going to be Halloween. A lot of companies would like to do that at a show, but if you're not going to do a show, why wouldn't you promote the fact that on June 29th, the next title from Spooky Pinball will be revealed? At least make it a moment. Make it 8 o'clock at night. Let everybody get their glass of whiskey. Do something a little bit with more fanfare. And I would have done that. I would have created more of a moment of on this date, at this time, the next game from Spooky Pinball will be revealed. And then you can do something. We didn't get that, right? We got the upside down of the play field. And then we just got the trailer today. Nobody knew it was coming today. We just kept guessing that maybe we'll get it today. Maybe we won't. We're also getting up to the point where it's 4th of July weekend. It's a holiday weekend. So if they want to sell this game, the order banks probably should open up before Friday because a lot of people are going to be traveling Friday. 
Saturday, Sunday, and Monday. It really isn't an ideal time to reveal a new game. Now, my guess is this. My guess is they wanted to sync this up with the new Halloween trailer that just dropped. Obviously, the dates didn't sync up, but I don't think this is even based on the new Halloween movie. So that's another thing that doesn't quite make sense. I think this is based on the original Halloween film. I don't know that for sure, but looking at the trailer that they put out there, I think this is based on the original Halloween franchise. So you don't tell people what the date is going to be. You don't make it a moment. So I think that was a missed opportunity. The other part that's just crazy is this. The spooky thread for the last few weeks has been nothing but endless guessing about what this theme is. Apparently, nobody in the spooky thread listens to Canada's Pinball Podcast because Canada told you what it was going to be. And I do find it funny. Only Ben Heck is sticking up for me saying, hey, Canada told you guys what this was. I challenge anyone to find another pinball podcast out there that told you that Halloween was most likely going to be Spooky Pinball's next game. And I pretty much predicted it after I told you it was not going to be Scooby-Doo. And then I got some bad information about Nightmare on Elm Street. Now, it's not Nightmare on Elm Street. It's not Scooby-Doo. Those are not coming out. And even as of today, here's what happened too. And this is the other part. From a marketing standpoint, I'm just like, why are they doing it this way? The way we found out they were going to reskin it into two games was Luke over at Spooky Pinball was just posting in the thread that. And I hit him up on email and he confirmed it for me. And I'm just like, really? Like, this is a big thing. Like, we haven't seen this before. This is a really interesting move by a pinball manufacturer to make two games based on the same layout. And this is the way you tell the community. So part of me, again, as a marketer, I look at stuff like this. I'm like, this is a golden opportunity to do something a little bit different and make it special and really, really sort of surprise and delight people with this news. Instead, it's just kind of dribbling out and it's dribbling out on pin side and it gets buried in a bunch of threads and pages about people making wild guesses about what the themes are going to be. And that's the ultimate thing as I watch this whole thing unfold. Unfortunately for Spooky, I think something is happening in the thread that actually works a little bit against them. And the endless guessing about what the themes are going to be, it leads to a lot of people anticipating that they're going to get a theme and now they're not going to get it. The number of people that are expecting Scooby-Doo, Nightmare on Elm Street, and Army of Darkness is really large. And then also throw into the mix all the people that want Beetlejuice, that want gremlins, and it goes on and on and on about all the things people would love to see in pinball format. I've seen Big Trouble in Little China thrown out a million times in this thread as well. So I'm not sure it does them any good to get people's expectations up for some of those kinds of themes if they're not even in the works. The moment people realized they were going to reskin it, everyone was like, oh, so maybe it's Scooby-Doo or maybe it's Nightmare on Elm Street. And I'm here to tell you, it's not that. But all of a sudden, people's expectations that it might be one of those games they're hoping for rises again. Now, look, this isn't Spooky's fault. Spooky did not infer that it was going to be any of those titles. And they've known what these games are for a really long time. And this is their choice and their decision to make games. And I've said this before, and I'll say it again. I do think that market research is the number one most important thing in all of pinball. When you nail the theme, 
you nail everything. You know, people want to buy the games that are based on themes that make them say, take my money now. When you have to sort of wait to see the game, think about it for a minute. I've been saying this. When you have a home run theme, you will sell out if people don't even see the game. And there are so many themes in pinball that have yet to have been made where people would buy every single one before they even check out the layout. I know this sounds weird to say, but it's almost like your theme is a mistake if people need to wait to see the game. (laughs) I know that's crazy. That sounds absolutely counterintuitive to what pinball is. But as a marketer, that would be my goal. I want to put themes out into the pinball world in which we could sell this theme out before people ever see it. And I think there's a ton of titles that could accomplish that. Halloween is not one of them. It sounds like the second theme they have coming out is definitely not one of them. So will Halloween sell out if they make 1,000? As I said on my previous show, I think they will sell every one. I don't think they're going to sell every one on day one. And now that there are two games available on day one, it's almost like you're kind of competing with yourself. And I don't know if this is going to work. Here's the part that might hurt them just a little bit. You spent a year and a half making this fully feature stacked game that you're super excited for. There's something to be said about designing a game from the ground up to be for a specific theme. And I've always felt this way. You can tell which games were designed from ground up to be something. Like you look at the Big Lebowski and you know it was designed to be that. You look at Monster Bash, you know it was designed to be that. You look at Medieval Madness, you know it was designed to be that. You look at Iron Maiden and you know it wasn't designed to be that. You look at Guardians of the Galaxy and you know it was not designed to be that. And you look at Rick and Morty and I have more and more credible information that Rick and Morty was not designed from the ground up to be Rick and Morty. It was supposed to be the sequel to TNA, and at the 11th hour, they made it Rick and Morty. Now, it still sold out, and they sold every one, but you can tell that that game and what's on it, they did not, for a year and a half, make that game into Rick and Morty. It was being made as something else. And I do think pinball is something that, from the ground up, The theme should be what dictates what physically becomes the game. And so I don't like just taking games and reskinning them because that means that stuff is not in that game that is specific from a physical standpoint to that theme. And it's as simple as that, right? Of course, you're talking to a guy who bought Batman 66 that has a crane in the damn thing. There's no crane in Batman 66, but you know what I mean. But here's the good news about all of this. We're about to get two new titles from Spooky Pinball where we can buy or not buy, whether or not it's interesting to us. And that's a good thing. There is nothing that Spooky is doing here that is going to rip people off. We know the quality is going to be great. We know they're going to take care of every single one of their customers. And that's very important. And the past six months of pinball has taught me one thing is that quality is everything. If your quality is not there, Owning your products becomes a headache. And too many people in 2021 have been dealing with quality control headaches. And so I think a lot of people are looking at Spooky Pinball right now saying, all right, I know you're going to stand behind your product. I know your play fields are bulletproof. I know that if I buy from you, you're going to take care of me. And that's going to go a long way. 
when it comes to people supporting this company. And Spooky has nothing but support. You really don't see a lot of people rooting against Spooky Pinball. There's a ton of people rooting against Jersey Jack, a ton of people that root against Stern. You know, Spooky has a lot of people rooting for them. Now, the main thing people are rooting for is to get a Spooky game that finally shoots great. And that has been the biggest hurdle for Spooky Pinball is they just haven't had a game that's been a great shooter. And if this game shoots great, it's going to turn a lot of people on to Spooky Pinball. The only thing is I think the theme itself too will also turn a lot of people off. It's a very polarizing theme. There's no way around it. Halloween is a very polarizing theme. You either like it or you don't. But I still think they're going to be able to find enough fans to jump in. I think here's the breakdown that I think you need to do to sell a thousand units. You need 40% of these games to go to Halloween Fanatics. So 400 spoken for there. I think 200 of these games are going to go to scalpers and flippers. They just will. People who speculate are just going to go in and try to make money on this game. You might as well. There's been a great profit to be had in the world of pinball speculating. And then the other 20% are going to go to just pinball fans that want a fun shooting game. Now, there's going to be crossover there. There's going to be a crossover there between Halloween fans and pinball fans, right? But some people out there just don't care about theme. They just want a good shooting pinball game that's fun and different. And this is what they'll be able to buy. And this will scratch the itch for that pinball buyer who just wants something new and different. And so you get 40% diehard fans. Maybe that number might be a little bit larger. Maybe 10% are scalpers and 30% are just pinball fans who want something new and exciting. And so that's all they need. That's all they need. 1,000 people. And they're going to be making this game. Let's say they make a thousand of these games and they're building their new factory. It's still going to take Spooky a while to make all these games. They're not like Stern. They're not going to be pumping out 50 games a week. So they are going to have some time to make these games. We are going to be seeing Halloween in the summer. We're going to be seeing Halloween in the fall when there's actually Halloween. We're going to see Halloween in the winter and we're going to see Halloween in the spring and we're going to see Halloween again in the summer. So there's no way around it that Spooky Pinball, you know, they're still going to take at least, I would assume, like 8 to 12 months to make all these games. Would I have done this? Would I have reskinned the same layout twice on reveal? The answer personally for me is no. And the reason why I would not have done this is I want everyone buying Halloween, which is the main license that I'm putting out in the world. I want those buyers to feel like they're having a unique pinball experience for at least a window of time before I bring out this more niche and obscure reskin of the same exact layout. There's usually a reason why there's a duration of time that passes by before a reskin happens. I'm not sure I would have done it like this. It almost makes it feel like they might have been designing another game that got scrapped and why not use this one since it's so cool and we'll do it again twice. It's hard to tell without knowing what the other theme is and how the layout is and if any of those physical things make sense for the other theme. I don't know. What I do know is this. I heard the artwork on these games is spectacular. So there's that. I know that these games are going to have to be revealed this week. They're going to have to show these games this week. I, I just think making people constantly guess over and over and over again all week on what the second title is, I don't think is, is a good move. I would assume that the order banks for these games are going to open up tomorrow or Thursday. I absolutely think these things are just going to hit. I do think it's a big marketing miss that they didn't make more of a moment to reveal them. 
And I mean that, like where is the big reveal moment? There's not a single person out there in the pinball fandom world, the community that we know, nobody out there has been bookmarking this week as when we will see the new spooky games. They should have worked backward from a date. On like June 30th, you're gonna see Spooky Pinball's new games. Uh, even on like, even if it was July 4th, this Independence Day, get ready for the new titles from Spooky Pinball. You know, the real fireworks are happening in Benton, Wisconsin this year. At least give people a date and time to see this stuff. It's not a huge deal because it's pinball and it's niche and people are gonna spread the word regardless. I get it, but again, it's just the marketer and me. You work so hard on this stuff. Give it the rollout it deserves. Communicate what you've been working hard on in the way it deserves to be communicated. Don't just have Luke on page number 76 of this long thread about people guessing wrong about your titles. That's not where you tell people that there's gonna be two games. You give that information to Canada and you do it right. No, I would have put it out there in a much different way. They could have created a separate spooky Facebook page that was like a surprise and delight kind of page to stumble upon and find stuff. You could have dropped clues. You could have worked backwards. I, you know, all the things you could do to get people excited for the new launch. But you know, this is pinball. And this is why as a marketer, I work on major brands and not for pinball companies because pinball companies don't really get marketing yet. They really don't. They really don't get it. They don't get it. And marketing is not just, marketing is not just how you launch the product. Marketing is picking the themes that people really want. Marketing is also customer service. Marketing is what are we gonna do once the game is out and we run into issues? That is also a marketing function. That's all part of marketing, right? How do we get people to buy these products? How do we keep people happy? How do we keep them coming back for more? But I will say Spooky Pinball, almost out of all the other pinball companies out there, the greatest marketing you can do is be genuine and be transparent and they've done a good job of that. Sometimes it's a little bit amateur hour when they do some of these marketing moves like they did today or yesterday. If Spooky's pinball marketing at times seems a little amateur hour and a little bit like mom and pop shop, it's because they are. And I think we just have to remember that. They don't have like a marketing department. They're all busy working on getting these games out the door. So I look forward to seeing the games. I look forward to talking about this more this week. It's exciting. I'm excited. I want to see what the game looks like. It's an easy pass for me, Halloween, but I do think there's people out there that love this property and love this movie. I'm just not a horror guy. It's just That's just me. I just don't love horror movies. It's not what I'm really into. Give me Big Trouble in Little China and Fifth Element any day over a horror movie, all right, everybody? Look, this has been episode 593.2 or 0.5 or whatever it is, 593 and a half, and we will talk to you more this week as Spooky gives us more about these new titles later. Later.